This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there. We were joined on the night shift this week by Kevin Sebastian. He's a real guru of video games and he likes his movies as well. We took a look at the brand new John Wick, also Super Mario Brothers, and compared the film to the game. And he flew off on his broomstick as he told us all about the brand new video game Quidditch. Enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Welcome back into the show and it's video games time. Kind of mixed in with some movies as well as Kevin Sebastian, our uh, gamer, has also been watching some great films um, along uh, the way and uh, opening up, of course, this weekend, two absolute blockbusters Absolutely. in uh, John Wick and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, um, it's going to be a very tough watch this season for ETH because you yeah. have two movies which I've seen and one that's uh, I'm going to watch actually when I come back because I'm going away uh, Dungeons and Dragons is also having its right. uh, appearance as well so as you know like these movies are generally like put for the ETH release so that families when they are here during the holiday they can go to the cinema and that actually does help distribution basically get a much bigger net profit mm-hmm. so we recently were invited for like the Mario movie premiere and John Wick so I'm going to start with Mario it's a very safe movie I have to very much get that off the uh, bat right now it's a, it's for kids but some of the uh, jokes I'm pretty sure like the older people the generations will enjoy okay. if you are a Mario fan if you grew up on the console version of Mario even like any version of Mario if you even played it like and it made your childhood you're going to love this movie for right. sure yeah uh, because know, the, the last yeah. movie that was made didn't quite hit the mark. That was, uh, was uncanny. That was uncanny. <laughs> but that was well before my time as yeah. well. Like I think that came out in '93. I think so. It is not that movie. This this one. This movie is basically very much simple. I like the way they structured the story here. But Jack Black, I have to say, he lives. He's the living embodiment of Bowser. You you could tell he was having really good fun with that. Yeah, role. yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people are going to ask how was Chris Pratt, but let's let's be honest. It wasn't something that was off-putting. Charles Martinet, the original voice of Mario, is very much in the movie. And you also get like good references from other Nintendo properties as well. So, all in all, Super Mario Bros. It's a very good film. It's very wonderfully animated, actually. So, if you, uh, you have kids who want to watch Mario and want to get them to Mario, this is the game. So, if you were, a f- uh, as you say, a gamer playing that back in the day, yeah. you're going to love that film. Now, of course, it's up against uh, some strong competition as Keanu Reeves is back on our screens with John Wick. You've also managed to see this yes. fourth outing of, of the movie what an outing it is um, I don't say this out very lightly and I don't put this out there but John Wick chapter 4 is flawless absolutely a 10 on 10 watch if you have to watch it on a big screen experience do it Yeah, because this movie deserves every single moment of your time in the premiere not a single person looked at their phones it was gr- action like nothing before in fact, some of the choreographed scenes and the camera work was like something I've only seen in video games as well. All right. Like they've taken inspiration from a video game, like many of them, because some games have like a top-down view. 
and uh, that is actually in the movie as well like they've done some fantastic stunt work and I hope this, like, this is the reason why stunt actors need their own Academy Awards honestly yeah. for the amount of work that goes into the into the fight scenes as well Keanu Reeves does not say much as he doesn't need to <laughs> <laughs> uh, the look is enough isn't the it the look's enough yeah. and, that, and everyone just goes like John and then he just says one word but truly he has put his heart and soul into this film and it's actually one of the last times we're going to see Lance Reddick as well uh, he recently passed away yeah. and he plays the character Sharon and he, Lance Reddick as well was very much a video gamer himself it was in fact from the game Destiny 2 he's a main character in that game and uh, it's also one of the last few times you get to see him in his role in this movie as well mm-hmm. so um, all in all John Wick I don't have to say much about this other than the fact that this was a perfect film I'm going to watch it again on probably I'm going to watch it on Dolby because it has fantastic sound and it's, it deserves yeah. it but there are other cinemas as well like IMAX it was shot it was shot for IMAX cinemas but I got to see it at Roxy Cinemas which was like the biggest screen in the Middle East so definitely you are spoiled for choice to watch yeah, this movie yeah. uh, is there a video game a John Wick video game there is a video game yes. there is yes right. uh, it's a VR game as well uh, in fact I played that game very very briefly it tires you out. It's really stressful and like you have to <laughs> crouch imagine. behind cars. You'd really be physically fit to play that game, but it's a fun game. Great stuff. So uh, two good reviews there. Uh, great movies happening this weekend. John Wick and Super Mario Brothers. Now, um, let's get down to a little bit of gaming. Um, what's this story coming out of Japan about a lack of Pokemon cards? <sighs> I cannot believe that this is even a thing in 2023. Apparently, there are a set, a specific set that uh, Japan has released, that the Pokemon co- company has released, and they're actually out of stock, and they haven't anticipated <laughs> the kind of demand. Now, there's the trading card game, which is a very popular format of the game, which is what the game started off with. It started out yeah. with trading cards. However, there's an actual new expansion pack that's, that came out on April 14th, which is basically centering around the new games as well like they actually have different regions that's how the Pokemon world is spaced out okay but the problem now is that you need a specific set of cards to basically complete the entire set which they don't come they come in random drops you can't buy the card outright you have to like buy a pack it's hidden oh, and it's one of those so you oh, keep trying it's a random thing it's a random drop so you don't know and in fact it's, it's so randomized to the point that <laughs> people on stream open their packs to see what kind of cards there are in fact some cards are so rare that they go for around $200 per wow. card wow. like that's how rare these cards are Yeah. so the fact is that this one of these very specific cards I can't say the Pokemon's name very properly but I'll try it's called Iono it's got like a very rare drawing on it and the YouTubers that are in this world have basically said it's one of the most expensive Pokemon cards you will ever see my goodness like there's one which happened at Comic Con earlier this year and I saw like there was a collectibles sort of thing going on someone had the original Pikachu the first issue cards of Pikachu with the paintbrush it was basically the artist Pokemon one signed by the creator in plexiglass that card was valued at around 200,000 dirhams <laughs> so that is to say like how crazy this uh, phenomenon yeah. is Pokemon still all well and good it never goes away does it you, no it well, does just not. when you think that's it yeah, I'm not going to see it anymore yep. it comes back now uh, pretty much every day my granddaughter comes to me and says will you pay, play Angry Birds with me and I'll do like you know a half hour on Angry Birds uh, but um, I believe um, Sega is acquiring the company that created Angry Birds yeah this is out of left field actually a lot of people were like why acquire Rovio right now like Rovio have made Angry Birds they had their day in the sun yeah 
um, a lot of people don't really play Angry Birds right now, and that's not any fault of the company. The games are great, but people are growing up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, look at me. I mean, I'm I mean, not grown. I'm still playing it. People still play, I mean, to be fair, people still play Candy Crush. So yeah, you know, that <laughs> including is something. me. However, uh, it's a very interesting deal because they're going to be buying the company for seven hundred and six million dollars. So, like seven six million euros specifically. That's six hundred twenty-five million pounds. Uh, and uh, I genuinely think, and I, I kind of speculate that Sega, creators of Sonic yeah, and other properties. Yeah are now going to look for a great studio for making their mobile property. So think Sonic the Hedgehog game mm-hmm. on your mobile phone. Nice. And with Angry Birds' expertise, and they really have done some great great games. They have a movie studio as well, so they know how to do storytelling. I genuinely think that's where they're gu- gunning for, basically. They're looking for the big mobile gaming industry. And to be fair, Sega have had like a few minor, like minor hits from the past couple of years. But they're clearly looking far ahead now. They're like, yeah, mobile ecosystem is where it's at. Imagine a Sonic, new Sonic game that comes out free to play on mo- on your mobile phone, in the same way like Angry Birds. Yeah. So yeah. that's exactly where it's going, and they're following the money. Lovely, right? I'm going to get you on your broomstick to fly out of the show um, <laughs> today, uh, Kevin. As I believe, um, with that Harry Potter, uh, Harry Potter's everywhere at the moment. Uh, yeah. It's all over Dubai. The Harry Potter store that and opened, of course, series. and it's um, it's everywhere. Uh, Quidditch, the game. Yes. Wow. So when Hogwarts Legacy came out, uh, one of the things the game immediately tells you is that like, Quidditch has been banned because of injuries, and then they're like, why is it like? you could clearly see the field you could clearly fly through it when you get the broom and you begin to wonder if they're actually developing a part of this game turns out yes they are it's called Quidditch Champions and it's going to be a Quidditch sports game that uh, think of it like Rocket League like you know you're you're playing a competitive game in in a team based match where you can either play as a seeker or like any of the other roles so I genuinely think that uh, Portkey Games, the studio that developed Hogwarts Legacy, really had this mind in, yeah. like, for a very long time, but they yeah. couldn't get it out in time. But it's clear that the demand is there. Like I can see, like people who are not even gamers actually play this game because they love Harry Potter so much. Mm. And I genuinely think that this is a very nice way of putting, you know, non-gamer fans, in any sense of the word, to actually play this on your console. On and buy one, in fact, for that matter. <laughs> right. So they haven't actually announced when it's coming out. All they know is it, the name has been, it's in production for several years, and they're now opening it up to very specific people. Like it's a closed beta access kind of a thing. So you can actually apply for it on the website. So if you're getting, good for you. I mean, like, I don't hope to get in because these things never go my way. But uh, when the game does fully come out, I will be playing it. Lovely. Well, Kevin Slytherin. Sebastian, <laughs> are you in Slytherin? That is, is that your house? I'm a Ravenclaw through Oh, okay. Kevin Ravenclaw. Sebastian, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you again next week. Cheers. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.